1: At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.
2: Hi, everyone. This is Monica Reinagle, the nutrition diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. When you're shopping for salt, you've got lots of options. You can buy sea salt or regular salt. It might be finely textured or coarse. It could be white, gray, or pink. It might be kosher or iodized. Today, I'd like to talk about the differences between all these different types of salt and whether any of them offer any nutritional advantages. Regular table salt can come from rock salt, that's a natural salt deposit in the earth, or from evaporated seawater. If it's labeled sea salt, then you know for sure it came from seawater. But once both of these types have been cleaned up and purified, there's really no chemical or nutritional difference between the two. If you were to dissolve sea salt in water, it would be virtually indistinguishable from regular old table salt. The biggest difference is that sea salt can be processed in a way that produces larger crystals. And the size of the crystal makes a difference in how you perceive the salt that you put on your food. Larger crystals sprinkled on a dish give a concentrated burst of saltiness and a little crunch that many people enjoy. Sea salt, of course, can also be processed into fine crystals, just like regular table salt. And whenever you have a fine grain salt, an anti-caking agent is usually added. These additives are harmless. They just keep you from having to chip the salt off a solid block every time you use it. You can buy both regular and sea salt with or without added iodine. Iodine is a nutrient that, among other things, helps prevent mental retardation. It's also being looked at as a possible issue in ADHD. Iodine deficiency used to be fairly common, and in third-world countries, it still is. Iodized salt was proposed as an easy way to prevent iodine deficiency, and for the most part, it works pretty well. Now, Some people don't like iodized salt because they feel iodine adds a noticeable flavor. Others just want to keep their salt closer to nature. If you prefer not to use iodized salt, you can also get iodine in seafood and edible seaweeds. Vegetables can also be a source of iodine, depending on the iodine content of the soil in which they're grown. And many dairy farmers add iodine to the feed for the cows, so dairy products can be a good source of iodine. Even if you don't use iodized salt at home in your cooking, a lot of processed and prepared foods are made with iodized salt. If these foods are in your diet, they're likely to be an additional source of iodine. And of course, most multivitamins also include iodine. So what if you don't use iodized salt, you never eat packaged or prepared foods, you're a vegan, so you never eat fish or dairy, and you don't take a multivitamin, are you at risk of iodine deficiency? Theoretically, you could be. The most common sign of iodine deficiency is an enlarged thyroid gland. It's a swelling in your neck, and that usually reverses when you put iodine back into your diet. But if you have any reason to suspect iodine deficiency, check with your doctor just to be sure. Now, what about kosher salt? Chemically speaking, kosher salt is identical to table and sea salt, and it has the same amount of sodium by weight. It's never iodized, but it sometimes has anti-caking agents added. The big difference is the size and the shape of the crystal. They're larger and flatter, as if you took a medium coarse grain of salt and put it through a roller. As with sea salt, the size and the shape of the crystal makes a difference in how you perceive the saltiness. Because of the increased surface area of kosher salt crystals, they dissolve more readily on your tongue. Now for salt added during cooking, this won't make any difference, but if you're sprinkling salt on top of a finished dish, you might find that using kosher salt gives you a little bit more flavor with less salt. Along those same lines, Frito-Lay is working on reshaping the salt crystals that they sprinkle onto their potato chips in order to be able to reduce the sodium without making them taste any less salty. That's still in the works.
0: Really not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com.
1: Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs. Containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.
2: Seawater contains a lot more than just sodium chloride, of course. Other trace minerals may also be dissolved in it, and fine particles of clay or dirt may be suspended in it. These impurities are filtered out when you make kosher and table salt and refined sea salt. Now, if you don't filter them out, these sediments and minerals will affect the appearance and the flavor of the finished salt. In fact, the so-called impurities found in the seawater of some regions of the world are especially prized. Foodies have been going on and on about these fancy salts for a while now. You can buy pink, gray, green, and lavender salts from exotic locales around the world. Perhaps your palate is sensitive enough to detect the subtle fragrance of Hawaiian volcanic clay or some French dust. Even if it's not, it's fun to have multicolored salt, not to mention very fashionable. And because they're not as pure, unrefined sea salts are sometimes a bit lower in sodium than regular table salt. But now some companies are claiming that the extra minerals actually make unrefined sea salts from, say, the Himalayas or the Celtic Sea super nutritious. Frankly, you need to take these claims with a grain of, well, salt. These salts do contain trace amounts of various minerals like potassium and magnesium, but also things like strontium, fluoride, and cadmium. It's more or less what you might get from chewing on a spoonful of dirt there's also the chance that you might be getting minerals that you don't really want, like mercury or arsenic. However, we're talking about amounts that are measured in parts per million, or fractions of a percent. That might be enough to affect the color or the flavor, hopefully in a good way, but it's not really enough to offer any meaningful nutritional benefits at least not without consuming way too much salt. And there's really no substantiation for the claims that these tiny amounts of minerals are somehow more usable or more powerful because they're in some sort of energetically charged form or harmonically balanced proportions. That's just snake oil talk, folks. If you like the flavor or the pretty colors, or you just like the idea of these exotic sea salts and you've got the budget for it, have a good time. But it would be hard to justify the cost based solely on the nutritional benefits. Now lately, we've been hearing a lot about how people need to reduce the amount of salt they consume. Using kosher or sea salt might save you a few milligrams of sodium here and there, but as I discussed in a previous episode, most people are actually consuming one and a half to two times the recommended amount of sodium. So you might be wondering whether a sodium-free salt alternative is a good idea. These are made with potassium chloride. It's a mineral salt formed from potassium instead of sodium. Potassium chloride tastes salty, but it can also have a bitter or metallic aftertaste. If you don't mind the taste, you can replace some or all of the table salt in your recipes or your salt shaker with a low-sodium salt alternative. But keep in mind that 70-80% to of the sodium in your diet probably comes from packaged and prepared foods, including restaurant food. If you you eat out a lot, or you eat processed foods. Things like canned soups, sauces, or vegetables, frozen dinners, deli meats, boxed meal kits, chips, snacks, crackers. Well, then replacing the salt in your salt shaker with potassium chloride is sort of like standing out in a driving rainstorm and holding an umbrella over one knee. If you're concerned about your sodium intake, start by cutting back on packaged and processed foods, which is where most of the sodium in your diet is probably coming from. If you do most of your own cooking using fresh whole foods, you're probably well within the recommended limits for sodium intake. Of course, if your doctor has put you on a very low sodium diet, you might need to be even more vigilant. And this is as good a time as any to remind you that these tips should never take the place of medical advice from your own healthcare practitioner. In the show notes this week, I've got links to my previous episode on salt and other information on salt. You'll find all of that at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And in this week's newsletter, which you can also sign up for on the website, I've included more tips on how to cut down on sodium. You'll also find a discussion thread on salt and sodium on my Nutrition Diva Facebook page, where other readers are sharing their favorite salt-sparing tips. And if you or your company might be interested in sponsoring the Nutrition Diva or any of the great Quick and Dirty Tips podcasts, send us an email at advertise at com, and we'll send you some details. Have a great week, everybody, and eat something good for me.